We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. I'm super excited to have a special guest with me, Dr. Alibi, who has been um, the guy, the way he takes care of his patients, the way he takes care of his team, what he's done in his community is nothing short of just astonishing. I want to have a conversation with him today because I know every time I walk away with my conversation with him, I become inspired. I become inspired because he shoots me text messages of things he's doing from an experience standpoint that always takes it up a notch. So I know we're going to have an opportunity to talk about that as well. But to set the conversation up, I really want to talk about the, you know, the series that I'm doing called The Herd. And The Herd really comes from the idea of that one of my favorite animals is a buffalo. And being from South Dakota, we have had buffalo in our state as one of our icons for many, many years. But here's what a lot of people don't know about buffalo, is that they are just these huge, amazing animals that are very agile. But one of my favorite things is when we contrast the buffalo with cattle, is what happens when we have these huge storms that come in off the prairie in South Dakota, cattle will see the storm coming and they'll turn from that storm and they'll run away. But sooner or later, the storm gets them anyway. So they got to deal with it anyway. Buffalo. On the flip side, when they see a storm coming in off the prairie, they look at that storm and they hit it head on. Knowing that if they hit it head on, they get through it faster. And they expend their energy getting through the storm faster to get on the other side of it. What a great metaphor for what I think we need to do in our business, in our family, or just anything that we have to face. Let's face that storm. And I think when I look at these people that I have the opportunity to talk with, like Dr. Alibi, these people, they welcome the storm. They don't run away from it. They say, how do I get through it? And so Dr. Alibi, to kick it off in that vein, Tell us first off where you're from. Tell us a little bit about your practice, and then we're going to get into some storms um, that we can tackle to help inspire the people listening today. So, by the way, who are you and where are you from? Yes, Dr. Khaled Aliwai here. I'm uh, from Abbotsford, BC, up in Canada. And first of all, grateful to be on this on the show with you and spend this time uh, we've had a long relationship over the years and i i do always love speaking with you and you do challenge me um, i've got a lovely wife shahana alibai who you've had as a speaker before and um three three boys five three and one so it's we're busy but i wouldn't have it any other way um it's we're, we're grateful to be where we're at right now in our lives where Ishan is starting his first year of kindergarten. And, and I just got back, it's a Tuesday morning from dropping him off to school. And I'm, you know, great that I can do that. And, and the only reason why I can do that is because I'm not at the office right now. Yeah, so, you know, really, I, I think it's, it, it has been, there's been lots of storms, but that's truly, I, I think, what life is. I was reflecting about what we were gonna talk about and thinking about, hey, like, you know, we all have, have adversities, you know, mine my, my really, started with ones and zeros where I would show up to my office uh, in downtown Vancouver where 
hey, I thought if I just paired up with this medical doctor, you know, I can see patients so easily. He'll refer patients to me. You know, I, I won't have to like pound the pavement and just be right there and be great, easy for patients. Um, so set up my one room in through there at uh, it's called Harborfront Medical Office. And I saw one patient one day. The next day I saw zero. The next day I saw one. So I lived probably for about four months in ones and zeros until I realized that, hey, this isn't working. This isn't paying the bills, being a fresh uh, graduate one year out. And I started pivoting and started filling in for other chiropractors as a locum. And then I came across this opportunity where this chiropractor was on medical leave and they said, well, why, can you help us? And I said, of course. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea how many patients he was seeing. Little did I know that, hey, this was a busy practice. And I walked in without having even met the chiropractor. He was on medical leave already. And I jumped in on, his, on the first day. Can't even remember how many patients we saw, but I just remember being so tired at the end of the day because I did that not just for one day, I did that for day after day until a whole year passed. I filled in for this guy who I realized was never coming back. And I didn't realize at the time, but I was burnt out, but I was of course happy because, hey, I was being able to see all these patients, pay some bills, student bills that I hadn't uh, paid or even just rent. And uh, Sean and I were just married at the time. And then I had an entrepreneurial seizure, as Dr. Frank Savinsky would say. <laughs> yeah. I had an entrepreneurial seizure where I said, okay, do you want to buy the practice? And we lived about 35 minutes away. And I said, okay, well, let me, let me look over the numbers. I'm going to figure out what the actual purchase price is. And, um, you know, I had no idea how to calculate the value of a practice at that time. So uh, next thing that happened was I ended up buying the practice. I spent a quarter million dollars buying it. Four weeks later, I started get, getting this pain in my left leg and didn't kind of like, oh, that's kind of burning. That's nervy. It goes down to my big toe, the sole of my foot. Is that my sciatic nerve? Oh, that is my sciatic nerve. Oh, it'll go away. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, which was doing the payroll, adjusting patients, not having uh, uh, for world-class team around me and um, eventually burn myself out so much so on, so much so that um, I remember being outside in the pouring rain and Shahana was doing her residency at the time on Vancouver Island and I had tears in my eyes because I had burning pain down my legs and I had no idea what I was doing. I was in debt like I just mentioned and um, it went to a point where I had to go see a surgeon to find out if he could help me. And I think this is really where this, this love for the experience for patients has come in is that I was so actually excited because maybe someone could give me some answers after a year of suffering with this. And he was actually a chiropractor who turned into a, a, a spinal surgeon. So he went down to the Vancouver Spine Center and he, he looked at me and really did treat me like I was a ghost, like just a number. Do the, do the heel and walk, uh, heel and toe test, check my reflexes. And then I said, oh yeah, like I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you because I'm also a chiropractor. Then his eyes perked up. And then, I, and then Shahana's sitting next to me and she's oh, you know, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm in family practice. And he's like, oh, maybe I should have treated you a little better. 
and I didn't even want to have to use that card, but how often are people seeking care in a moment of suffering, needless suffering, and they're not getting the care from people that they deserve. Mm -hmm. And so it was in that moment that I not only felt mistreated, but I felt like, hey, this is a moment where I need to take control of my health and my business. I made a call to DC Mentors at the time, which is now Sidecar. Um, and uh, I ended up talking to Dr. Cecile Thackeray, and she said, hey, maybe your leg pain is coming from that staff member that you're having a tough time with. And I was like, oh, no one's ever really told me that before. And so I started to live by that art of essentialism, of subtracting the things in my life that were unnecessary, that were redundant, that were excessive, and honoring my dollar per minute rule, which many of us know, but are maybe unfamiliar with or still not living by, which is focusing on what we do best, which is deliver impeccable care to patients, um, tell them what the problem is and how we can help them and adjust their spines, help them, help them revive them, help them get better and reach their goals. And that's all I focused on during that time period. And hey, our, our business started to grow again and I started to feel better. And truly my own personal health was tied to my, my business health. Mm -hmm. So, okay, there's so many good stuff in there. So listen to everyone. So the storm. Now this, you know, he started with the storm of his one and zeros, right? Okay, yes. but now you had a different storm of all of a sudden that you go a year of just being busy, busy, busy. Busy so much that you have pain down your leg. You don't know what's going on. You don't, you seek a surgeon for help. Listen to the things that you learned in that interaction that you wanted to bring back. But what I want the listeners to hear, and I'm going to have you pull apart a few things, is that being busy, 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 and not taking the opportunity to step back and work on your business versus just in your business. Yes, you could have kept doing what you're doing and had a very successful practice by the norms within our profession. You would probably agree with that. But I promise you, you wouldn't be sitting here right now having this conversation with me after dropping your kids off if you didn't learn how to be a better business owner. You would agree with that. Absolutely. And I think now we've, you know, I was just looking back, we just finished our year end for the business. And, you know, over the last five years, we've grown year over year. And, um, you know, everybody can have their own metrics of what their goals are uh, for number of patients they want to see, um, or what they want their, their bottom line to be. And I think really, um, I, I really feel humbled by, by what we've been able to achieve. And, um, have a, have a practice where, hey, like we still want to serve that extra person. Well, yeah, we're busy. We're, we're not high, higher volume clinic, right? You know, it's, we're able to serve more people only because, you know, one thing I love is just is new patients. But I, I always tell my team that it's kind of like a movie theater. Not many of us are going to movie theaters right now, but it's kind of like a movie theater. Like there's only, only so many seats in there, guys. So a lot of clinics that are at capacity, People aren't able to be seen right away. They can't, get, they can't get the help that they need now, hurt today, seen today, because it's like a movie theater. There's only so many seats. 
And once everything's full, it's hard to let that next person in. So someone has to leave to let the next person in. I don't really believe in that. I really believe that we need to continue to create capacity to serve that person who needs help. They're out there, they need help. And when we start living by uh, one, you know, having a world-class team means dedicated to personal and professional growth, uh, recruiting and selecting the right people and kind of firing fast, but hiring slow, right? Finding that person and then building your team around a model that really works in, in two key elements, which is honoring people's time, right? Having them in and out in 15 minutes, like we've talked about, but delivering a customer service experience that really one gives them hope, but goes above and beyond. And I don't just mean like, hey, print off their receipt properly and email it to them because they don't get that normally and wherever they go. But I mean like introduce the element of surprise, right? Whether it's someone passes away in their family, you deliver flowers to their house, mm -hmm. or you know, they have a favorite um, kind of drink and you have that waiting for them there when they come to the office, or they just bought a new house and you buy them this plant that just sits there on the corner of their desk that reminds you, reminds them that they visit your office and how much you care about them. Um, those small little touches all of a sudden turn into like Google reviews for us that we didn't anticipate. And people start coming in, coming in because they realize that, hey, they can see a chiropractor anywhere, they can go to any office, but truly they're coming to a place where we really care about them. Yeah, okay, so here's, I, I, I love watching you right now. I'm watching your body language. I'm watching how articulate, articulate you are, which is how much energy you have. And I'm looking at the picture that I see in you right now as you're talking. And, I, and you put the picture in my head of you standing in the rain with tears in your eyes with numbness and discomfort into your foot. Two completely different pictures. Now I know this, you're busier today than you've ever been. You're making more money than you've ever made. You got three beautiful children, beautiful bride. You're living truly in what we define as an affluent lifestyle, which is that flowing towards an abundant supply toward the options that you desire. And those options are different for everybody. Sometimes as chiropractors, Dr. Alby, we always talk about how many patient visits am I seeing? People get locked up, well, he's just a high volume or it's, he sees a hundred a day or 60 a day or whatever it is. That doesn't matter, right? It matters how do you build your own affluent lifestyle? And like Dr. C always says, if you've been in practice for a year or more, you're probably full based on the way that you're doing things today. And I still have not talked to one chiropractor yet that says, no, I really don't want to be any busier. I don't want to see one more patient. Well, one more patient is higher volume. So how do we create the business that we desire to serve the community at the highest level to create the energy that you have today? No tears, no pain down that leg, but you've had to hit a lot of storms to do that. And I want to pull apart a couple of those storms because I want people to walk away from this recording with something that they can do right now. One of those storms was working on the business. So that meant you had to subtract hours from your day, yes. improve capacity by two things that you mentioned. And I want you to pull those apart in what they've meant to you. I want you to talk about the dollar per minute. Because mm. Dr. Alibi, I've had people around us for many years, they still haven't grasped this concept. But once you grasp it, boom, 
changes you. The other thing is your hours. You're sitting here talking to me right now. Yes. And I know you'll go in this afternoon there in Canada and you'll serve all kinds of people of what some people will take all day to do because their systems procedures, they don't honor the dollar per minute of which then doesn't honor what one of the most important things to patients is, and that's time. So I, I set that up hours, dollar per minute. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely. The dollar per minute is, it's, it's so, well, let's look at it how we're so used to looking at being paid for our time, which is per hour. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that is a traditional model and that's how we pay a lot of our team is per hour. But the reality is, I don't know who's doing one hour visits with their patients, but we don't really operate in one hour, right? Yeah. We operate in minutes and every minute of your time truly is um, you're delivering your skill, right? You're delivering your talent and you need to honor that time. And I'm not saying that you're giving somebody um, less care or more care, only give them exactly what they need, nothing more and nothing less, only exactly for them. But what I'm saying is that um, you need to be focused on what you're doing minute by minute because that's where your, your talents are. And if you start mm -hmm. using up your time in areas where you're not using that skill, um, you're, you're not really honoring what, what, what you're set out to do, which was to deliver the impeccable care. Instead mm -hmm. of thinking in your business in an hourly perspective, start looking at it in bite-sized chunks of one minute. Because the one minute that add up, sometimes they help you get up in the right direction or they allow you to lose momentum and you start wasting time because the reality is those minutes are non-refundable. Okay, so let's be real practical. So let's say this afternoon you're going to go in your practice and let's just say you're going to see 30 people this afternoon. Yes. If, how long does it take you to see a patient? It can take anywhere between two and a half to four and a half minutes. Okay, let's say three minutes. Let's say the average yeah. is three, okay? Yeah. And so let's say on those 30 people, Yes. You find one minute, things yes. that you're wasting their time, your staff's time, your time, one minute. That would mean you would save 30 minutes just this afternoon, right? Yeah. If you can see a patient for an adjustment in three minutes, for Dr. Alibi, that means how many people could you potentially see now by saving that one minute? I'm asking you to do some math now. You oh, save 30 the numbers again. Yeah. 30, 30 minutes. Yes. Okay. You've saved. You yes. can do an adjustment in three minutes. Yes. How many more people does that open up capacity for? We got an extra 10 people. 30 10 people. 10 people. <laughs> 10 people. So 10 people, what's your average dollar per adjustment? Let's say it's 50. 50. 50 times 10 is what? 500. 500 in a day? One day? You got it. So let's just say one day per week. Let's just say one day. Yes. 500 extra a week is how much per month? 2,000. $2,000 in a year is how much? $24,000? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So guys, you see this? This is like, this is, a, this is, it's not magic, it's math. If you want to change your business, you got to look at, the minutes and the seconds. And it's not about running a higher volume. It's about being a master, a master at the, your technique, a master at your systems and procedures, which we call fulfillment. 
and a master at how do you create an amazing customer's experience by creating the competencies of your team. So we just did that exercise. You didn't know I was going to do that with you. I didn't know What's that. going on in your brain right now? Well, I, I think it goes to the fact of being, a, being obsessed with, um, I don't want to say being obsessed with time, but being obsessed with the system that you have involved for managing time and going back to the reason why you're doing it is for the patient. So the moment that a patient walks through the door, uh, you know, they're not waiting more than five or 10 minutes. They can go straight to a table. They're laying face down. We use the activator method. I love it because we, we're allowed to, we can specialize in a particular technique, whatever technique you use, just be great and a master at it. Um, but you know, patients are relaxed, gravity's off their spine, their muscles, their muscle tones calm down. Um, and really we've got their feet hanging off the edge by six inches, their arms are by their side. So I can go straight up there and even COVID times, you know, you're I'm reading them um, where the, while they're face down by their feet, it's, it's, it's safer for everybody that way. Um, but really you go straight into, hey, Mary, how are you doing in your, how was your sleep? How, how are you doing in your lower back? Were you able to turn in bed a little bit better? Um, and they, they're, they're not there because they want to chit chat. They, they really want to just get better and get out the door. They don't spend right. more than 15 minutes in our office. And you go straight to it. And I think that that is it. And you give them what they need. And then mm -hmm. once you're done, you give them their recommendations with confidence and you move on to the next person who needs your help. And I think that that's what it, that's really what it is, is not have people standing around and you're greeting and you're talking to them. It's like, let's be a leader. Let's be confident in this business. This, it should be your castle, right? You should right, be, right, right, right. right? You should be, you should be dominant in that place. It's, it's like a playing field where you're walking on and you're ready to own this patient time where right. patients are there to seek your skill, not to talk to you. And then to know that, Hey, we got what we needed. I'll see you Wednesday. And that's how you really not only serve, get them what they want, they feel better because they see how confident you are. Right. right. Um, and then you're on to serve the next person. And, and that's how you really start streamlining things and getting your staff involved in why you're doing that is, is I, I find the big game changer for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. So I'm going to shift gears on you as we close out this call is you know, a lot of times people will ask us, well, Dr. Unruh, I don't know, you know, what I don't know. Much like you didn't know about the dollar per minute principle. Some people will hear that and they won't get their head wrapped around it. They won't know how. They'll get wrapped around an old dogma that they've heard over the years of what they have to do to make changes. And so I think one of the first storms that people have to head into is that I've got to raise my hand and say, I need, hey, I want some help. Yes. I'm saying to the guy that says, hey, I'm doing... I'm doing good, but yet they're doing really good, but yet they still know that there's just another gear. There's just another area of, of I know that I'm working this hard, but I'm just not seeing the fruits to my, of my labor. What kind of tweaks can we make to this engine to make this thing more of a machine, to serve more people, have more impact? And so you've done that. But one of the things that you've done real well, and I know people that are those Buffalo that head right into the storm, they have a mindset that says, help me get better. Yeah. I will humble myself to get better. I will take accountability for my success. Success is my obligation. It is my responsibility. It is my duty. I think that's, that's just it is that, you know, uh, what's that? Um, ego is the enemy, Ryan Holiday. 
Yeah. Right. You got to let the ego, man, go. Right. Like you got to let it go, man. It's just yeah. really, um, it's 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 good to be confident, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. That's very important. But understanding that there's there's always work to be done. There's always work to be done, and don't call yourself great. That's I tell you know people. Yeah. You know, let someone else decide whether you're great or not. And I find that's a like you know like Kobe Bryant says, an infinite quest. It's an infinite right. quest, right? And that's yeah. that's the journey. You're constantly trying to improve. And hey, if you have the right mindset for it, I, I mean, I every year we choose a word word for the year to help us achieve our goals and our dreams, right? One word that will change your life. Uh, my word was transform. I, I chose that one on December 28th, December 29th, next day, got T-boned at 60, 70 kilometers an hour. And, uh, oh, didn't see that coming. That, that'll transform my life. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Still showed up at the office, finished the performance, went and figured things out, still doing some rehab, but getting better. And I think that's just it. Like we all have adversities. If you, if you want to go to that next level, you, you really need to need to want it. And, and I think it's understanding that, hey, our profession, uh, it's a full contact sport. You got to be physically capable to perform, right? It's a stage. As soon as you walk on there, it's a stage. Mm -hmm. People are watching you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and also understanding that, hey, you got to participate. You got to participate in whatnot. You can't just watch a video. You can't just listen to a podcast. You got to mm -hmm. train and participate. Like I mentioned earlier, our business has grown every year since then. I think it's come through that element of, you know, what, what one of your principles are, your core values, I believe is connectivity is being connected to people who have done it or are doing it, who have been mm -hmm. through it because, you know, there's, there's some all-stars, there's some legends, you know, if you want to be legendary, go hang out with more legends, right? right and right. It's, it's, it's about being, being ready to be part of a tribe. And when you do that, hey, it becomes more fulfilling and then, then becomes more rewarding at the end. I love it. And so thank you for your trust, Dr. Alibi. I hope that you are, guys are inspired as you listen to him. You can be as great as you want to be. Thank you so much. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.